Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to American Journal. I'm Harrison Smith. Very glad you're here with us today. Of course, uh, the Russia-Ukraine war continues to enter new phases of uh, extremity and insanity. We'll cover all of that, be taking your phone calls, of course. But let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks. Your Daily Dispatch for the 7th of March, 2022. Russians seize control of staff at Europe's largest nuclear power plant in Ukraine, cut off communications. Russian forces now put staff at Europe's largest nuclear plant under their command and cut off the ability to communicate with Russia's nuclear uh, regulator, the UN's International Atomic Energy Agency said Sunday. The nuclear power plant, which is located just around... Uh, about 350 miles from the southwest of Kiev, was originally seized by Russian troops on Friday after an adjacent five-story training facility was set on fire by a Russian projectile. And uh, there also there's talks of uh, there's going to be another peace talk between Russia and Ukraine at this point. Russia has, for the third time, promised to create safety corridors for Ukrainians to flee cities before they're attacked by Russians. Uh, that's the latest on Russia. But of course, the pushback is coming on the financial level with Russian banks and uh, the Russian economy at large being cut off from many of their, uh, you know, much of their ability to uh, make transactions. Now, Russian banks may issue cards with China's union pay as Visa and MasterCard cut links. Credit cards issued by Russian banks using Visa and MasterCard payment systems will stop functioning overseas after March 9th, Russia's central bank said on Sunday, adding that some local lenders would look to use China's union pay system instead. Russia, uh, they'll be accepted within Russia until their expiry date, which is the 9th of March. But now we're moving toward, more towards Russia because once again – or more towards China because this seems to be the inevitable consequence of everything that's going on in Ukraine. Meanwhile, here in America, led by truckers, hundreds of vehicles protesting COVID mandates encircle Washington. Draped in American flags and fueled by anger, hundreds of vehicles led by groups of truckers encircled the nation's capital on Sunday, hampering traffic outside the city for hours by driving at slower speeds to protest COVID-19 mandates. Convoy vehicles, dozens of trucks, along with minivans, motorcycles, pickup trucks, and hatchbacks, with many displaying signs that read freedom, aimed to complete two loops on 
Interstate 495, a 64-mile highway known as the Capitol Beltway, before returning to a staging area in Maryland with plans to potentially ramp up the demonstration in the coming days. But, with, uh, but by the second time around, vehicles appeared to be so spread out that the congestion took on the feel of a weekday morning commute before, waking, uh, before opening up in the afternoon. It's unclear whether the caravans would ultimately enter Washington, D.C. this week. Organizers said they do not want people to drive into the Capitol on Sunday out of fears that some participants would turn it into a chaotic event reminiscent of the, of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. They also wanted to avoid confrontation with law enforcement after dozens of people protesting in Ottawa, the Canadian Capitol, were arrested last month. So we'll bring you up to date on that. This week also has – this weekend, not a, not a great weekend for the uh, COVID narrative. Some devastating blows delivered there. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said, quote, nobody predicted jabs waning immunity. Nobody at all, except for all the people that we silenced and censored and kicked off the Internet and tried to take their uh, license to practice medicine away. Now, nobody, nobody at CNN, nobody at C- uh, CDC, nobody in power saw this happening for some reason. Somehow they all missed this, which is eh, just – just one of these coincidences, I guess. Quote, nobody predicted the COVID shots would have waning immunity, CDC Director Wachelle Lewinsky told Washington uh, University School of Medicine on Thursday. We'll show you that a little bit more uh, later in the program. But, of course, the collapse is coming full bore. I mean, it's, it's on now, folks, with national average gas prices jumping to over $4 for the first time since 2008. And now food price index hits all-time high in February, up 24% from just one year ago, and it's going even higher. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it, isn't it just nuts how Joe Biden gets into office and suddenly everything's more expensive and you can't afford gas and we're running out of food and we're going to World War III and everything's just collapsing into chaos? Isn't that crazy how that's happening? You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. Very glad you're with us here today. Interesting developments in the Ukraine-Russia disaster that's unfolding right now. Excited to talk about it how because how amazing it is but i actually want to start with a video by greg reese greg reese is really knocking it out of the park recently and he recently put out a video about the supposed bio labs in ukraine and whether russia is targeting them or not and we'll actually uh russia actually came out with some statements about this whether or not it's true or whether they're just latching on to a internet conspiracy i'll try to get to the bottom of it open up your phone calls and take your advice as well this hour. But first, let's start with this uh, Greg Reese piece that can be found at band.video and Infowars.com. Pentagon-funded bioweapons labs in the Ukraine. Let's watch. For years now, Russia has made verifiable claims that the U.S. is running secret biological weapons labs around their borders. And while Western media now claims this to be misinformation, back in 2013, they reported on it. While the United States and Murder Incorporated have been waging illegal wars all across the world in the name of democracy, Russia has been quietly selling energy and minding their own business. And according to National Geographic, 
This was the reason why the Pentagon was building these bioweapons labs in the first place, because Russia was entirely quiet on the subject and the U.S. wanted to get ahead of them. The initial biolab in Kazakhstan was built by the U.S. for $100 million to store high-risk diseases such as plague and anthrax and was hoping to attract scientists who might otherwise create biological weapons of mass destruction for someone else in order to keep the world safe. The U.S. has since built several labs in Kazakhstan. Most recently, a biosafety level four lab to be completed in early 2022. As early as 2004, the Pentagon's Defense Threat Reduction Agency, DTRA, began creating a network of biolabs for infectious diseases in Uzbekistan. And within a few years after operations began, outbreaks of unknown diseases were reported in the same areas as the labs. In Georgia, leaked documents show that the U.S. Embassy has been transporting deadly pathogens and human blood as diplomatic cargo in a scheme where private U.S. contractors working for three different U.S. biolabs have been given diplomatic immunity to do so. Shortly after Russia invaded Ukraine, At War Clandestine released a video with maps of U.S. biolabs matching up with maps of the recent attack suggesting that Russia was securing these top-secret biolabs. Western media claims this is false, but fails to debunk it. And once the video goes viral, the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine is caught deleting evidence of these labs from their website. But not before an independent journalist was able to copy documents showing 11 Ukrainian biolabs funded by the Pentagon. The Russian embassy to Bosnia has accused the U.S. of filling Ukraine with biolabs, which were very possibly used to study methods for destroying the Russian people at the genetic level. And we now know that these so-called mRNA vaccines are destroying people at the genetic level. We now officially know that COVID-19 is a man-made bioweapon. We know that it was funded by elements of the NIH and Peter Daszak's EcoHealth Alliance. We know that it was made in Wuhan, China. And so what isn't threatening about the U.S. encircling Russia with top secret biolabs? And who on earth thinks it's a coincidence that everyone involved in the United Nations Great Reset are now the Ukraine's greatest allies of all time? The mercenaries and war profiteers in America are getting excited about making short-term profits off the dead. But the only ones who will benefit from this war are the crooks at the top who have been caught committing the most heinous crime against humanity in all of recorded history. And the only righteous way out of this is to hold these crooks accountable. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Absolutely incredible work, as always. Bandot Video is where you go to find and share that video. It's Pentagon-funded bioweapons labs in Ukraine. And, of course, Gateway Pundit has the story. Fact or fiction, Russia publishes documents that show Ukraine was working on biological testing near Russian border. And they say with all the disinformation coming out of Ukraine since the start of the Russian invasion, it's difficult to, cons- uh, to discern what's real and what is fake. There were rumblings last week that biological labs and testing sites in Ukraine were linked to the United States, but many outlets, including the Gateway Pundit, chose not to report on those claims. 
The bulletin in February claimed that these reports were false and Russian disinformation. But today, ASB News, an organization that breaks news on Russia and its military, published documents Russia claims shows biological testing in Ukraine near the Russian border. One document shows a list of the microbes being tested at a lab. At least one of the documents uh, has a RIA Novosti stamp on it. RIA Novosti is a Russian news site. U.S. Embassy removed all of their Ukraine bioweapons lab documents uh, from the website, as, of course, you saw in that Greg Reese piece. Here again is uh, another article, this one from India. YesPunjab.com. Russia reveals documents of labs developing biological weapons in Ukraine funded by U.S. Russian Defense Ministry showed documents from Ukrainian biological laboratories, which are funded by the U.S. Department of Defense. These documents confirm that you, uh, Ukrainian biological laboratories located in pr- close proximity to Russia were developing components of biological weapons, RENTV reported. Quote, we have received from employees of Ukrainian biological laboratories documentation on emergency destruction of especially dangerous pathogens of plague, anthrax, tularemia, cholera, and other deadly diseases on February 24th. The Ministry of Defense reported that after the start of the Russian special operation in the Donbass, the Pentagon had concerns that information about secret biological experiments conducted in the territory of Ukraine would be disclosed. The received documents are now being analyzed by Russian specialists from the troops of radiation, chemical, and biological protection. In order to prevent the discovery of the facts of violation by the United States and Ukraine of Article 1 of the UN Convention on the Prohibition of Biological and Toxic Weapons, the Ukrainian Ministry of Health sent instructions to all biological laboratories on the urgent elimination of stored stocks of dangerous, path- dangerous pathogens, the defense uh, Russian Defense Ministry said. Again, just aren't you getting flashes of Iraq Aren't you getting flashes of weapons of mass destruction? Although in this case, it seems like maybe the weapons of mass destruction uh, weren't uh, – well, I, it's kind of, sort of more similar than you, than you would think at first. It, it's kind of like they were both created by the CIA. In this case, it's the CIA and the deep state partners in the medical industry creating biological weapons in Ukraine. And back then, it was the CIA fabricating evidence of weapons of mass destruction to justify America's invasion of Iraq. Just a lot of similarities I'm finding. ASB military posted it on Twitter. Russia publishes documents which show Ukraine is working on biological weapons near Russian borders, such as anthrax and plague, and that the Pentagon instructed them to be destroyed, violating Article 1, UN prohibition on biological weapons. These are U.S.-funded labs. Russia says government will address it shortly in detail, and they post a collection of documents supposedly outlining exactly what this was. Health Ministry of Ukraine, Health Center, Ministry of Ukraine, State Institution. Uh, It's Kiev Center for Disease Control, the Centers of the Ministry of Health of Ukraine. Ministry of Health in Ukraine in connection with the imposition of martial law in Ukraine on February 24th, 2022, in accordance with the decree of President of Ukraine from the 24th, request to ensure the emergency destruction of biological pathogens to ensure quality management system laboratories tested in the attached folders. So, again, is this true? Is it just a coincidence that is being latched onto by the uh, Russian Ministry of Defense in order to make it sort of a a backwards compatible justification for the war? Who's to say? All I know is I trust just just about nobody in this conflict, especially not the American side of things. I don't think it has anything to do with us. I think uh, we've got deep state actors applying their trade across the entire world, and now they expect the American people to uh, take the fall for it. 
and to cover up their mistakes and to perhaps go to war and die rather than uh, if he found out what they're getting up to. That's what happens when your country's taken over. It has been noted by many a historian that the first casualty of war is the truth. Then the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislations being introduced that if you amplify any, quote, pro-Russian information, you can be censored, you can be arrested, you can be imprisoned. And of course, now Canada's introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online, that you will be censored and arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes InfoWars.com more important than ever. With the world awakening, I think what's important that we rise to momentum right now, take advantage of this moment, and I've always an idea that's something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, InfoWars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest out, or whatever. It's Brother, I'm effective. so glad you called elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or Banner hangs over highways, and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, Alex Jones is running into a warrant.com. Arrest out, arrest about swap. The vaccine is poison. There's tinds of things. I say just keep it short, keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci, arrest Bill Gates. The COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris. In Atlanta, I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the American Journal. I'm going to open up phone lines uh, fairly quickly because I want to get your in- input as to what exactly is going on in Ukraine. Lots of videos to show you as well. We'll announce this though Zero Hedge just posted it on Twitter. Kremlin spokesman says Ukraine must amend the Constitution and reject claims to enter any bloc, of course meaning NATO or EU. Ukraine must recognize Crimea as Russian and Donetsk and Lugansk as independent states. If these conditions are met, the Russian military action will, quote, stop in a moment. So that's the uh, latest from uh, Russia-Ukraine. But, of course, things are things are uh, speeding up. Yeah, if you want to call in, the number to dial, one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 And I want to make something I want to make something a little a little bit more clear here. I think people get the wrong idea. And again, this is all just sort of a consequence of what I like to call the shattering of the Overton window. Right? The idea that the the idea behind the Overton window is that there's limits to discussion you can have lively debate within those limits but really once you go too far out that it's no longer acceptable speech and it must be condemned and shamed and uh, eliminated from public discourse but now there's like a bifurcation where it's just if you're not with us you're against us if you're not for the invasion then you're a terrorist sort of 
type of language that we're used to from the war on terror. And this is, you know, spreading to uh, spreading to everything. Right. Take a look at the election results. You either are a, are a crazy conspiracy theorist who baselessly believes that you know, the, the entire election was stolen or you believe it was the most secure election of all time. Like it's, it's insane. It's insane. And it's, you know, I think everybody's aware of the fact that the two sides are getting further and farther apart in this country. But now it's, I don't think we recognize like the subtlety that this trend is having on the, you know, like the subtle effects it's having on the way things are covered. So I was talking to somebody this weekend, and they said something about me being pro-Putin. It's like, I'm not pro-Putin. This is not how it works. It's not there's some land war in Ukraine between Ukraine and Russia, and suddenly you have to – you either pick a side. Either Putin is Hitler himself or Putin is the the savior of the world and you must support him. Like it doesn't work that way. That's not – it's a false dichotomy in the same way that I wasn't pro-Saddam for being against the Iraq war. I, like I thought we would have learned this. I thought we would have you know, figured out how to more appropriately judge what we're being told and what the powers that be want us to believe. It doesn't work this way. You're not either pro-Putin or anti-Putin. I'll tell you, we don't know what to believe with the war in Ukraine. We know the MSM lies continuously. We know many of the claims that have been made about Ukraine war over the last week have been completely false and proven false rather quickly, but they still get spread around. So we don't really know what to believe, but I'll tell you what I don't believe. I don't believe that Putin is a logicless madman. I don't believe that he is completely insane and is acting just out of pure malice and spite for no reason at all. I just don't believe it. I don't believe that's true. I think he's a rational actor, and I think he's making decisions that he thinks are the best for his nation and that we need to treat him like that doesn't mean treat him like he's correct we don't treat him like a rabid dog or a madman who can't be reasoned with because my goal in all of this and i would hope everybody else's goal is to is to limit the bloodshed is to bring the bloodshed to an end as quickly as possible and if you want to do that you don't do it by treating the president of russia like he is Hitler himself reborn and uh, that everything he's doing is just complete insanity. They can't be uh, reasoned with. But the other thing we know is that Ukraine, not exactly actually a democracy. Like this is, this is my big thing. It's like that meme, that comic that goes around where it's like, you know, 1776 and somebody bust into or you know 1786 or whatever and uh bust into president george washington and they're like the ottomans are attacking the turk or the ottomans are attacking the palestinians and washington's like okay so who cares like does anybody else find it strange that a land war between russia and ukraine five thousand miles away from america immediately becomes a life or death apocalyptic nuclear showdown that means that America and China and Russia are all going to start exchanging nukes momentarily. Like, it has nothing to do with us. There's nothing in Ukraine that benefits or attracts from the average American. The average American has no stake in this combat, in this conflict at all, even a little bit. If you have family there, you sure you have, you have a connection. But whether or not Ukraine survives 
an attack by Russia does not determine whether democracy exists in the world. Like the way it's being framed is outrageous and ridiculous and extreme on both sides. It makes no sense at all that we would immediately jump to nuclear exchange over Ukraine because Russia invaded. It's bizarre and stupid, and it's only like that because there are people in America with extreme interest in Ukraine. It's the people that sit in office and run our media establishment. So they're trying to inoculate you into this. You know, They're trying to inject this into you. This isn't your fight. It's their fight. But they have to make it think it's your fight. And of course, as Greg Reese points out, they want to make with the biolab situation in Ukraine, they, they make you want to think that uh, America is actually complicit in this. It's, it's actually your fault because after all, the American government is elected by the American people. And if the American government is behind some of the stuff that launched this war, then I guess it's kind of your fault after all. And you have to go fight and die for Ukraine. No, it makes no sense at all. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side, but I do want to take at least one phone call this uh, segment. Let's go to uh, Patty in North Jersey. Haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, thanks for calling hey. in, Patty. You're on the air. Harrison, how are you doing? Good, thanks. All right. Well, I went out to uh, New York City. I'm sorry. It's good to have you back, too, by the way. You were out doing uh, patriotic duties, and I commend that. Um, welcome back. And uh, so I went out to New York City this weekend to go talk, uh, talk to random people. Uh, you know, kind of like Jesse Waters does, where he goes and hits people just minus the negative connotations and and blasting people without them knowing it. I went and asked people first it started off about crypto, and then it went to if they heard sanctions about Russia and the SWIFT system. And it seems like everybody knows that Russia's bad, and the SWIFT system is a big form of uh, sanctions for them, but not too many people. Uh, out of all the people, I, I think I asked 30 people, I think. Three of the 30 had crypto, and it was Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's mm. it. Yep, the awareness is down. It's making me nervous. Yeah, well, so, so what, are you, I mean, what are your thoughts on the you know, restrictions going into to Russia right now? I mean, basically everything is being cut off in Russia. PayPal announced they were not serving Russia. Netflix said they weren't serving Russia. Of course, you have Visa and MasterCard cutting off uh, Russians. I mean, is cryptocurrency the, the solution here for them? I believe that the SWIFT system, now, one one of the people that answered the question, they they knew about the SWIFT. One guy out of the 30 knew about the SWIFT and SWIFT payments. And the new system that they're doing is like three to five seconds. But it's like cross-border payments, three to five seconds. And mm. SWIFT, I believe, is three to five days. I think an ACH payment, like a check that you get, I think if it goes to the banks, it's like three to five days. But, uh, you know... It's, well, uh, it's good you're doing what you're doing. Well, thank you. Uh, th- thank you so much for the call, Patty. And uh, we'll be back on the other side. We'll talk some about the restrictions that are being placed on Russia and the uh, no-fly zone that may be soon established. Mike in California, thanks for calling. I think we're barking up the wrong tree calling this gain-of-function research. Now, if you read the actual you know, 2014 legislation, the U.S. government gain-of-function deliberative process and research funding pause on selected gain-of-function research involving influenza, MERS, and SARS. Viruses. It does nothing about SARS-like viruses.
resources. And it's a research funding pause. It's not a stop. It's not a prohibition. It's when you come to a four-way intersection, there's the stop sign. You stop, you look both ways, and then you proceed. And so it's also, it doesn't pause all gain of function, just selected gain of function. But they'll argue that this is actually characterization and qualification research. So, you know, Rand and others, you know, maybe Fauci was right. They don't quite know what they're talking about, calling it gain of function. You know, that's why he didn't perjure himself. That's why he hasn't been arrested. Because they're literally creating new synthetic life forms that mimic what the viruses do. But in the main definition, it's still a gain of function. They're making something deadly that spreads more easily to hurt people. Thank you, Mike. We love you. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. We've got your phone calls in just a second. Let's just talk about where the Russian conflict over Ukraine is at this point. Russians seize control of staff at Europe's largest nuclear power plant in Ukraine, cut off communications. The IAEA reports that uh, Russian forces have taken over Europe's largest nuclear plant taken it under their command and cut off their ability to communicate with Russia uh, with Ukraine's nuclear regulatory uh, agency. Russian banks may issue cards with China's union pay as Visa and MasterCard at cut links. As once again, uh, Russia is sanctioned out of the ability to essentially have any sort of transactions on the global scale. Of course, in response to this, Putin says that sanctions are akin to a declaration of war. Russian President Vladimir Putin on Saturday called Western sanctions against his country akin to a declaration of war and warned that Ukraine could lose its statehood. Speaking in Moscow, Putin issued a fresh warning to his Ukrainian counterpart Zelensky as he reiterated that Russia's key demand is for the demilitarization of Ukraine, Interfax reported, saying, quote, the current leadership should understand that if they continue to do what they're doing, they will be putting the issue of Ukrainian statehood in question, Putin said. And should that happen, this would be fully on their conscience. Ten days after Putin ordered the invasion, Russian forces have been accused by Ukraine, NATO, and international agencies of indiscriminately targeting civilians and of using cluster bombs and other weapons in breach of international law. Russian says it's hitting military uh, targets with high precision. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov, who himself is subject to international penalties, penalties, said on a conference call Saturday that sanctions on Russia are, quote, economic gangsterism and that Moscow will continue to do what's in its best interest to respond without specifying and again, the question is, who does this benefit? Who is actually, who's actually benefiting from any of this? Who is, is making these decisions to do this sort of stuff? And how is this not simply backing Russia into more and more of a corner, forcing them closer and closer to our geopolitical rival, China? And how is this hurting anybody except for either regu- uh, regular Russian people or regular American people who are being forced to pay the cost for the those in power treating Ukraine like a particularly important piece on an international chessboard, playing a game over consequences that we that don't benefit us and, and we're not really aware of in many cases. And of course, it's worth pointing out the similarities between the way they're treating Russia and the way they treat American dissidents. It's actually exactly the same. It's 100% the same. It's debanking them and using control of the financial systems to uh, force you to their will. 
It's not war. It's not war. Russia, meanwhile, set ceasefire for his uh, evacuations, but battles continue. Russia announced yet another ceasefire in a handful of humanitarian corridors to allow civilians to flee Ukraine starting Monday, although the evacuation routes were mostly leading to Russia and its ally Belarus, drawing withering criticism from Ukraine and others. It was not immediately clear if any evacuations were taking place. Russian forces continued to pummel some Ukrainian cities with rockets, even after the new announcement of corridors and fierce fighting continued in some areas, areas indicating that there would be no wider cessation of hostilities efforts set up safe passages for civilians to leave besieged areas over the weekend fell apart but the russian defense ministry announced a new push monday saying civilians would be allowed to leave the capital kiev the southern port of uh, mariupol and the cities of kharkiv and sumi two sides planning to meet each other for talks today monday though hopes are dim that a breakthrough is imminent their foreign ministers are also scheduled to meet in turkey on thursday according to turkish minister uh, so that's really the, the latest on uh, Russia. But then we've got a, a little bit of a hiccup here. We just present two headlines and what they mean one after another, one after the other. NATO countries, quote, have green light to send fighters to Ukraine, Blinken says. NATO members have a green light to send fighter jets as part of their military aid to support Ukraine against the Russian invasion, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said Sunday. That gets a green light, Blinken said in an interview with CBC's, uh, CBS's news, Face the Nation. In fact, we're talking with our Polish friends right now about what we may be able to do to backfill their needs if, in fact, they choose to provide these fighter jets to the Ukrainians. The decision comes amid a push to provide weapons for Ukrainian forces as they continue to fight against the super uh, superior firepower of the Russians. The U.S. has reportedly... Is, is, has reportedly been considering a deal with Poland to send U.S. warplanes to Warsaw to replace any Soviet-era fighter jets the NATO country sends to Ukraine. Russia warns it is at war with any country hosting Ukrainian fighter jets. Hmm. Russian defense ministry has warned neighboring countries against hosting Ukraine with warplanes. Ministry spokesperson says it could be considered as those countries engaging in the military conflict. United States is working with Poland to survive M- uh, MiG-29 fighter jets that can be used by Ukrainian Air Force in return. Poland has asked for F-16 fighter jets to be given to the country as backup in exchange for the uh, MiGs. Polish government wary of angering Russian President Vladimir Putin keen for it not to be seen as a NATO act. Again, I, I mean, nothing I'm seeing shows that anybody's trying to get any further away from war. Nobody's treating this like some sort of conflict with arguments on both sides that has accelerated into, you know, violence and needs to be calmed down. Like, there's no calming voices anywhere in the world. Everybody is escalating. Everybody's trying to do whatever they can to engage in this military conflict without actually engaging in it. Engage in it without, you know, coming under fire for being involved in this. But again, it's just like, who benefits from this? Key bono. I mean, the classic conspiratorial question, right? Who is, are, are the Ukrainians benefiting from this? Maybe, potentially. Are the Polish? Definitely not. Are the Americans? Absolutely not. Are the weapons manufacturers? Oh, 100%. Are the people who build the F-16s and sell them for billions of dollars, they're absolutely in favor of this. And we've just gone from the, the, the Pfizer lockdown to the Raytheon war, to the Lockheed Martin conflict, right? None of this is being done for the interest of any of the actual 
populations of these countries, not even a little bit. It's not, it doesn't even enter into their concern. They aren't even trying to couch it in terms of, well, we have to because of this reason and this reason. They're just saying that they have to do that. Like, you get how far we've come to the point where the wider American public is so programmable into this sort of stuff. Patty, our last caller, was talking about going out and asking people on the street questions about Russia and Ukraine. I would love to just see what people answered if you asked them, why did Putin invade Ukraine? Why? Because the mainstream media has never told you a reason why. They've never given you example. Another great question, when did the war in Ukraine start? Did it start a week ago or did it start in 2014? Because it actually it started in 2004. This is an eight-year-long war or more, right? They don't know that. They have no idea because it's all about perception manipulation and uh, where you get your information and what those people who are giving you your information want you to care about, want you to think, and want you to know. In fact, I'll go to a video in the next segment with Russell Brand talking about this, but just – couple headlines here. I don't know if you remember this one. September 10th, 2014. Ukrainian nationalist volunteers committing ISIS-style war crimes. Groups of right-wing Ukrainian nationalists are committing war crimes in the rebel-held territories of eastern Ukraine, according to a report from Amnesty International. As evidence emerged in local media of the volunteer militias beheading their victims, armed volunteers who refer to themselves as the IDAR battalion, quote, have been involved in widespread abuses, including abductions, unlawful detention, ill-treatment, theft, extortion, and possible execution, Amnesty said. See, I was under the impression that, that they were Democrats. We, we were supporting a, a democratic rule there in Ukraine. Are you telling me? Are you telling me we're actually on the side of ISIS-like terrorists? Did the, did the CIA train these ISIS people as well? Again, this is from 2014. You probably never heard of it. Certainly didn't get airplay on every single mainstream media outlet continuously until we you know, put sanctions on Ukraine. It's just, there's evil on both sides. There's bad people on both sides. When they tell you that only one side is doing the bad things and only one side is evil and one side is just senselessly killing everybody for no reason, they're lying to you. It's just a lie. It's a lie to trick you and you shouldn't fall for it. Do you see this? This was from yesterday. Syria says two civilians killed in Israeli airstrikes near Damascus. Are we going to get... Uh, People are going to be pouring out Israeli uh, vodka anytime soon? No, actually, that's illegal. It's called a boycott, divest, sanction, and you're not allowed to as an American citizen. It's just a little different how things are treated, aren't they? Different countries bombing each other. It's hard to believe that we're already into March 2022. And in the month of February, we had a very popular sale that was going of our flagship product, X3, that has all three types of using iodine your body needs for every electrochemical cellular activity in your body your immune system your stamina your libido so much and the majority of the population in the world is iodine deficient this is the very best iodine out there so we had it on sale 50 percent off but we sold more than half of what we have or is it going to come in for a long time so i took it back to full price and i was just thinking you know what we need the funds in now to stay on air Plus, this is a great product everybody needs. So to incentivize folks out there that have been on the fence to get X3 and experience it for yourself and support the broadcast, I'm going to keep it at 50% off until it sells out. Get X3 right now exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. 
it's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day -day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male path. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, folks, to the American Journal. Time your phone calls in just a second. Let me just play uh, the video real quick now, right? I want to uh, read a tweet from Lauren Witzke. It says America has zero moral authority to criticize the choices of another nation's leader. They, there aren't hundreds of photos of Putin sniffing little children while his son smokes crack and gets blown by every sex slave in Ukraine while mentally ill trannies in, in his administration openly work to normalize pedophilia and sex with dogs. The Biden administration has literally made America a global embarrassment. Couldn't agree more, Warren. And this is the thing. It's like they're like, we have to defend our values in Ukraine. It's like, what values? You people are sick. You don't value the things I value. You're not fighting for the things I care about. You're not even pretending to. But I want to go to a quick uh, video by Russell Brand. I'll comment on it and then go out to your phone calls. Here's uh, Russell Brand talking about uh, empty gestures when it comes to war in Ukraine. Clip number 12. Look at what happened in Canada. Some people said, oh, the thing about that truckers protest is it's a bit noisy and a bit of a nuisance. Yeah, that's what protest is. You have to make a bit of a nuisance of yourself in order to be heard because democracy does not afford you the right to do what you need to do. What I fear is that we risk creating a world where the only thing that are allowed are empty gestures. Oh, no, there's a war in Ukraine. Quick, do some empty gestures. You know, what we need is the means of protest. And he's right. He sort of touches on something that's correct there, but he doesn't. I don't think he quite gets how serious the situation is. Just to illustrate his point here from post-millennial, Toronto restaurants serve Kiev mules instead of Moscow mules. Yeah, take that, Putin. What? Completely empty and pointless. But it's worse than that, isn't it? Because he's talking about protests, and basically if, you're, if you protest something that's pointless and not going to, going to achieve anything, it's fine. But if your protest is actually you know, confronting something that your government's actually doing and that they want to continue doing, then they'll shut you down and call you a terrorist and take your money and euthanize your dog and take your children away. It's a pretty big problem, but it's worse than that because it's not just that they allow protests that are pointless and aren't going to achieve anything. They foster and create the protest as a pretext to do what they were going to do anyway. Right, So if your protest is in line with the agenda of the ruling powers, not only will they allow it to happen, they'll treat it with the utmost sincerity. They'll kneel to you. They'll, they'll point to the protest and say, look, see, we need all of these laws that we've been wanting for a long time. But now there's a protest to bring it about. And, of course, the protest themselves may be based off of something that's completely baseless and unfactual, like any of the 
Black Lives Matter protest, you know, to claiming that uh, hands up, don't shoot Michael Brown. Like it just didn't exist. It didn't happen. It was completely falsified by the media, encouraged by the media. The protests were organized by national and international organizations funded by billions of dollars. They create the protest. Then they use the protest as the manufacturing of consent to do what they were going to do anyway. But if protests are against what they were going to do anyway, then it's January 6th or the Ottawa trucker convoy. It gets shut down with incredible swiftness and authority. So Russell Brand's right there in that the only thing that will be allowed will be these empty gestures, but it's worse than that because it's the only thing that will be allowed will be whatever's been fabricated by the state itself to justify what they're going to do anyway. So in the future, we'll have any protests you see will be fake fabricated 1984-style rallies of the government getting its slaves to encourage them to continue to be subjugated and, and harassed, whereas any legitimate protest actually challenging the, those in power will be swiftly destroyed. That's what we're looking forward to. Let's go out to your phone calls now. We have D in Minnesota. Thanks for calling on D about the uh, Ukrainian madness. You're on the air. Uh, good morning, Harrison. It is madness. Um, it looks like RT is off the air. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to find a source to replace it. I really missed them. I liked them. Yeah. I did too. Um, no, they're I gone. Was, I was able to find um, Republic TV. It's an Indian station. And Press TV. Um, but I don't find the news to be as good and as thorough as um, RT. And secondly, yes, I did hear that neighboring countries were hosting Ukrainian jets. And I also heard Russia telling him, if you keep doing this, we're going to treat it as if you're participating in this war. That looks pretty serious to me. Yeah. That looks like things are getting serious. Oh, I also was able to get Sputnik, and they did confirm the bioweapons lab story. Right. Well, and, so, and this, this is the funny part. Sputnik is the more is the less trustworthy of the organizations, right? RT, while it was funded by Russia, did some pretty good reporting. And it was somewhat anti-American at times and a little bit socialist at other times, uh, but not any more so than any of the other mainstream media outlets. No, but but they were reputable. They were accurate. And all this, I mean, and a few, couple more points. If anybody thinks that having an economic war with a major power is a good idea, it needs to go back and look at it. Yeah. What what was the event that preceded? The Japanese attack on World War II. Yeah, the cutting off yeah, economic uh, sanctions against Japan. And they did it because they felt they were cornered and that their their life, their their ability to get what they need was threatened. Yeah. What do you suppose is going to happen if this stuff keeps up? Hey, you dumb bastards, if you think an uh, economic war is a good idea, go review your history. If you think we have to stand up and I have to send my kid to die so Joe Biden and Anthony Fauci can run their schemes and scams, use and abuse the Ukrainians, here's your rifle, here's your uniform. I'm sorry it's bright day glow orange from Abu Ghraib. It's all we got. Watch your head climbing into that plane. I'm calling Putin and telling him you're coming. He'll meet you at the runway. Go have fun. Leave me alone. Leave my son alone. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't want to. 
I'm not again Russia. I'm not again Ukraine. It, it shouldn't even be happening. It should never have happened. Ukraine reminds me of a teenager that felt his oats and got too big for his britches and brought people and weapons onto the Russian yard that they should never have done or told not to do. And of course, the, and, and of course they were, I'm sorry. Yeah, they were, but in, it's the way it is. They were encouraged to do this by America saying, yeah, we'll protect you, you know, and don't worry yeah. about it. Russia's not going to do anything, man. Great call yeah. D I, I completely agree. And I totally share your, your outrage at this. And, uh, yeah, I, I completely gave Anthony Blinken wants to go, uh, fight russia I'll, I'll pay for his plane ticket by god you can take whatever tax money you want out of my wallet. just stop giving it to raytheon and lockheed martin to send billions of dollars overseas to fund some conflict that has nothing to do with us just go yourself just go yourself biden hunter biden if they all want to get in a plane and go fight for their precious ukraine i encourage them to do so and uh and yeah we'll, we'll buy them the one-way ticket they need a brilliant call thank you so much d i want to go now to hobbs in nebraska who also wants to talk about ukraine thanks for calling in hobbs you are uh, on the air you will be momentarily. Hobbs, there you go. Hey, Harrison, can you hear me? I hear you now, yep. All right, fantastic. Hey, it's your boy Hobbs in Nebraska with the Coast of Liberty podcast again. Uh, first off, I want to say that uh, I have a friend up in Wisconsin right now. He's a Russian immigrant, and he's got family and friends on both sides of this conflict. And he, he's been uh, spending the last two weeks making phone calls, text messages, making sure that people end up getting out of it alive. So uh, any any prayers that anybody can offer up for my friend Alex and his family and friends over there would be uh, greatly appreciated. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to, uh, to bring up is telling me that the conflict over there, especially in uh, eastern Ukraine, is it's much, much more nuanced than anybody on our side of the pond to uh, to admit, but the other thing is, it's like I think I can answer your Kibono question: uh, who's benefiting from this and why it's taking place? Um, so Putin is one of the WEF people. Now, whether or not he's actually working towards their end goals or not is still up for debate. But I cannot deny the fact that he is one of these young global leaders, the Klaus Schwab people. So you know that they're all in the club and they're all talking. Um, so I imagine that he probably went to these people and said, hey, listen, I've been your punching bag and your boogie man for the past 20 years since I've taken office in Russia. When am I ever going to get anything? He probably came back with, well, what do you want? Laid out that he wants the eastern Ukraine, the ethnically Russian portions of Ukraine, and they're like, well, you know, can't just give that stuff to you. So we got to find a way to make it happen. So they fabricated this very real wag-the-dog type war that's dragging Ukraine and Russia into the whole conflict and everything. And that's why a lot of what's going on over there doesn't sense. Um, our mutual friend, Mike Shelby, over forward observer, excellent Yale for kind of battle-tracking this uh, situation over there. And yeah, no, I mean, I think yeah. you're right. It's it's completely fabricated. It benefits only the elite. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They
they would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist-controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario, and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into Infowars.com, because truth is absolutely paramount. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. We're looking at a giant war in February right now. Currently, that's the projections with the top people on the earth who claim they're not with uh, the New World Order Combine. Is war in February. And... This is the type of time, like right before World War One, right before World War Two, when everything kicks off. Top officials of leading NATO countries are making aggressive statements about our country. Therefore, I'm ordering the Minister of Defense and the Chief of the General Staff to put the strategic nuclear forces on special alert. The president saying these missiles are unstoppable. They can go anywhere. They can deliver a nuclear warhead to any part of the world. They can fly forever, uh, and there's nothing anyone can do about them. Plus, uh, we can launch them in any number of different ways. We can launch them off aircraft carriers. We even have an underwater drone, which is going to be undetectable. Uh, and then it was almost as if he was turning to the West and said, uh, uh, you, you haven't listened to us, well, you have to listen to us now. Russia lost 20 million people in World War II, and so it is in the consciousness, and that's what Putin said. He said, people always try to bully us, they always come up on our borders with weapons, and for the first time ever, Russia is not going to wait till you attack, and if you want to have a nuclear war, let's go ahead and have it. He also says you want to sexualize our children, you're a bunch of pedophiles, Hollywood's a bunch of devil worshipers. Uh, you want to destroy men and women in the family, and we're done. You want a nuclear war? Let's just have one. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> and, and <laughs> I don't even know what we're supposed to say at this point. But the Russians know that Hollywood and the left is not America. It is a disease. It is a cancer. But nevertheless, that cancer hijacked and stole the election. And that cancer has the nuclear weapons and all the space space crap. And the Russians aren't stupid. They know they'll only get off a fraction of their nukes in a war. It'll be enough to totally destroy North America. There are many different ways in which this conflict could spiral into a broader war between NATO and Russia. And both sides have military doctrine that allows them to use nuclear weapons in the event that they are losing a conventional battle. And so there's a real potential here. For this to take place. Russia shall reserve the right to use nuclear weapons in the event of aggression when the very existence of the state is in jeopardy. And that's why all the billionaires, all the big insiders have already hightailed it out of the United States. They're all gone right now, almost all of them. They're in New Zealand, they're in Australia, uh, they're in uh, up near the Arctic Circle in different bases in uh, northern Canada. They're underground right now.
It's a Slavic civil war. Everybody should just stay the hell out of it, ladies and gentlemen. Make no mistake, it was George Soros and others that lit this damn fuse. I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, And the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. And it played an important part in events now. When I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. And Biden, as the vice president says, that he basically puppet controls uh, the new regime there after they overthrew the elected government. Here he is bragging to the world uh, that they own Ukraine. We're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. (laughs) I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired. So they make all these thug claims, act all tough, ship in $10 billion of weapons, $5 billion the last year attack all these Russian-held areas, and the Russians are just like, okay, uh, I mean, I guess we'll attack back. It's the exact same thing that happened in Syria, by the way. It's our elites using the authority we grant them as elected officials to take our tax dollars, put it in their pocket, and wield these other countries like pieces on a chessboard. Despicable, honestly. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me play a video here from uh, somebody I didn't expect to have the right position on this conflict, but credit where it's due, Marco Rubio had some very prescient and important comments on imposing a no-fly zone over Ukraine, like many people are calling for, including the president of Ukraine. But again, it just seems like, I don't know, I, you know, it seems like you should be able, really all it takes to be like an info warrior, all it takes to figure out what's actually going on in the world is just take yourself out of the current landscape of disinformation. Just remove yourself from it. Approach this like you are an alien who's just landing on Earth for the first time and figuring all this stuff out, or if you're a historian a thousand years from the future looking back in time, and you just have to shed all of the. And it's it's almost impossible to do for most people because they don't even recognize. You know, you hear so much about internalized bias. You have to recognize your privilege or your bias and think about like that's what you need to do here. You need to recognize that you might not have all of the information. You need to recognize that. You might be completely biased in your understanding of this situation, and most people think they understand the situation and don't think that they're biased because they're only getting one point of view the entire time. But really, if you just look at this from a bird's-eye view, from the 30,000-foot perspective, as Alex likes to say, then none of this makes any sense. You have Russia invading Ukraine, and suddenly America wants to get in a nuclear conflict with Russia over this? I mean, I I would kind of understand if it was just like egregious, insane, they're just like carpet bombing entire cities like we did to the Japanese in World War II or, you know, uh, the UK did to Dresden. 
Like, then I can maybe understand it. That doesn't seem to be what's happening here. It seems to be like this is a war like any other war, a targeting military outpost. Then on the opposite side, you have Ukrainians, in some cases, staging in schools, and then the Russians bomb the school, and they say, look, you know, Russians are bombing civilian outposts. Okay, but if you're keeping soldiers in it, you know, it, it's all confusing. It's all disinformation. It's all deception. War is deception in many, in many cases. But you've got Russia warning that any country who's hosting Ukrainian fighter jets uh, is at war with Russia. They're saying we are at war with anybody who's helping Ukraine militarily like this. If you're joining the war, you're in the war now, and you're at war with Russia, and we're going to declare war on you. Well, meanwhile, you've got Anthony Blinken saying, yeah, we're giving the green light for NATO to go send in jets. Okay? And you've got sanctions attempting to cripple Russia and essentially cut them off from the world market at the transactional level. And Russia says, this is another declaration of war. You are now at economic war with us, but it's all the same damage that can be caused. Now, Russian Ministry of Defense accuses Ukraine of planning a nuclear false flag. The Russian Ministry of Defense has claimed the Ukrainian intelligence co- uh, conspired with anti-Russian extremist militants to stage a false flag tag attack on a nuclear reactor in the Ukrainian city of Kharkov. Russian claims of fighters with Ukrainian nationalist Azov Battalion movement worked with Ukrainian domestic security service, the SBU, in rigging explosives to the small reactor at the Institute of Physics and Technology in Kharkov. The Russian ministry issued a statement charging that the SBU and the militants of the Azov Battalion are planning to blow up the reactor and accuse the Russian armed forces of allegedly launching a missile attack on the experimental nuclear uh, facility. Again, I mean, the number of, like, parallels there are to everything. Let's just... Just lay it out real quick, right? And of course, yeah, you can find the story at uh, infowars.com. But it's like it's it's everything. It's everything from anarcho tyranny, right? Where Russia Russia is, you know, denigrate them all you want. They're very very concerned at doing things by the letter of the law, right? They didn't go into Syria until they got the invitation from the Syrian president, the request for military assistance. Then they went in all. According to the laws, you know, of the UN Charter. Now, everything that they're doing in Ukraine, they're very explicit in saying we are doing this, you know, in line with the rules of war and the laws of war. Whereas, meanwhile, America doesn't doesn't feel the need to uh, be restricted by such things. Places like Israel, they, they don't really need to be restricted by such things. So you've got this like anarcho tyranny on a supranational level, where nations that have the power, can do whatever they want, and those that don't have to strictly adhere to the law just like it's happening here in America. Same thing, the connections with debanking. If you are against the American establishment, they'll put you on a no-fly list. They'll cancel you from PayPal and Uber and Venmo and any other you – know, PayPal will kick you off. MasterCard will kick you off. Just you know, financial weapons against their enemies. I mean it's just the same thing over and over. It's the same thing that, again, happened in Syria. Do, I mean, does anybody still believe that uh, Bashir al-Assad gassed his own people? Do you believe that there was a chemical attack on his own people? Or do you think that there's a certain point where the anti-Assad revolution trying to overthrow Assad got to a certain point where they recognized they were incapable of moving it forward on their own and they needed to do something to bring in help from the West and help from the United States? So they staged a false flag 
chemical attacks. Exactly what we're predicting here last week when it comes to Ukraine. Looks like Ukraine is not getting the support that they think that they need. Next step is big false flag to infuriate the people of uh, America into overriding any you know logical calculus we may be uh, carrying out in favor of an emotional reaction that gets us further into the war. And it's just spiraling. Nobody in power seems to be doing absolutely anything to treat this like what it actually is, which is a war between two far-flung countries in which the American establishment and all of our allies around the West could use our weight to try to bring to a swift end, stop the hostilities, get back to some sort of neighborly relationship. No, nobody's interested in that. And so, of course, it's not a big surprise. Infowars.com has the story. Trends forecaster says there's a 10% chance of a civilization-ending nuclear war within a year. Doomsday prediction was made by BCA Research Global Chief Strategist Peter Berezin in a research note titled Risk, uh, Rising Risk of a Nuclear Apocalypse, saying a quiet, uh, quiet retirement is not an option for him. Again, why? Why should a land war in Ukraine become an existential crisis for a global nuclear winter to eliminate life on Earth? Like, it makes no sense, except when you understand that the people who have been using Ukraine, like, a, like one of those bears you harvest bile from in China, right? Just this thing you keep alive in order to harvest. Those people have global plans that they're homicidally dedicated to and they're willing to take it to any length to see that these plans are not undone kind of like the extremities they went to to try to stop donald trump from getting elected and then tried to to destroy donald trump's presidency impeach him over ukraine remember i mean it's all tied in together but the other story at infowars phone hasn't stopped ringing the world's ultra elite are buying panic are panic buying doomsday bunkers Russian President Vladimir Putin's move to place his nuclear forces on heightened alert has led to Gary Lynch, the general manager of Texas-based Rising S Company, told The Sun that the underground doomsday bunker demand is up more than 1,000% since troops invaded Ukraine on February 24th. Lynch said interest in his doomsday bunkers is pouring in worldwide. Since the invasion, people in New Zealand, Australia, U.S., Canada, and the United Kingdom are panic-searching doomsday bunker. The search trend exploded to highs not seen a year at the end of last week. We just need to, maybe just, one of these days we just, we won't even do the show. We'll just play Dr. Strangelove, <laughs> right? What's the subtitle of Dr. Strangelove? How I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb because the idea was that should the doomsday device go off, well, the, the elites in the American government would have to go into an underground bunker and live a life of luxury and relaxation as they're serviced by a harem of Very fertile women. Right? That's what it means, why I, stopped, why I learned to stop wearing and love the bomb. Because idea, the idea is that these elites are not – they're not only not going to suffer from the same catastrophic consequences that they bring about to the rest of the world. They're actually benefit from them. They'll actually find that they're protected and shielded away from them. And when the smoke clears and the radiation subsides, they'll be left as the unquestioned rulers of the world. Quite literally what, what we're living through at this very moment as they push us further and further towards a nuclear exchange. I stay on air 
selling high quality products that you need, that you want, and that you're going to be happy with. That's why you come back and buy products from me again. It's a symbiotic relationship. I promote liberty. I promote freedom. I fight the globalist. And I'm able to do that because you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. And listen, all the products are great. But when it comes to high quality storable food in an inflationary system with major supply chain breakdowns, this is an absolute 360 win, a no-brainer. And they've got high-quality, storable food ready to ship to you right now. The great folks at My Patriot Supply exclusively at preparewithalex.com, discounted. So again, beat inflation, be prepared, fund the info war. The only way you lose is not taking action at infowarstore.com or preparewithalex.com right now. This is high-quality, storable food. This is how you beat inflation. Get yours today. It's ready to ship, but I wouldn't wait because prices are about to go up because inflation is exploding. Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Yeah, Alec, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? You know what, Alex? Hey, put him on pause again. Hey, Frank, do you understand it's not bragging to say we are the tip of the spear, we're under attack, we need your help? As much begging as I do, we can barely pay the bills and grow in the face of this. I'm not going to just stop growth and let them start pushing us backwards. You understand? I need your help, Frank. I need your help, Frank. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and help fund the InfoWars. Do you understand? I need your help, Frank. Free press needs your help, Frank. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, according to a Reuters poll, uh, Americans broadly support Ukraine no-fly zone and a Russian oil ban. Which uh, says really less about the mood of the American people. It says more about the ability of the American people to be tricked into a suicidal position without even realizing that's what they're supporting. At least one person realizes it. Marco Rubio, of all people, went on TV and tried to explain to everybody what exactly they mean when they say a no-fly zone in Ukraine. Let's watch clip number 10 now. Are you and your colleagues now more open to a no-fly zone? You know, the, the, look, a no-fly zone has become a catchphrase. I'm not sure a lot of people fully understand what that means. That means flying AWACS 24 hours a day. That means the willingness to shoot down and engage Russian airplanes in the sky. That means, frankly, you can't put those planes up there unless you're willing to knock out the anti-aircraft uh, systems that the Russians have deployed, and not just in Ukraine, but in Russia and also in, in, in Belarus. So basically, a no-fly zone, it, uh, if people understood what it means, it means World War Three. It means starting World War Three. So I think there are a lot of things we can do to help Ukraine protect itself, both from airstrikes and missile strikes. But I think that people need to understand what a no-fly zone means. It's not just, it's not some rule you pass that everybody has to oblige by. It's the willingness to shoot down the aircrafts of the Russian Federation, which is basically the beginning of World War III. 
Who would have thought Marco Rubio would be the uh, voice of reason in this? But he is. He's exactly right. These people who want to do a no-fly zone, they don't realize that that quite literally means getting America involved in World War III and exchanging combat with, uh, with Russians. Unbelievable. Let's go back out to your phone calls now. Toby in Virginia. It's called in about predictive programming. Thanks for calling in. Toby, you were on the air. How you doing this morning, Harrison? Good. So, so I got I to gotta paint this picture for you, man. The best plug you've ever heard. I've got full scientific proof of how good some of the products really are. So I just pulled in in my car that's covered with more InfoWarrior bumper stickers than Seattle's covered with crackheads right now. <laughs> and, and I got in here, I, I get my Red Bull yesterday morning, and then I soak it down with some Turbo Force and get my Super Male Vitality and, and my Brain Force Ultimate, and I'm taking it. Well, I got this big pit bull. He comes through here and accidentally knocks over my Super Male Vitality. Oh, no. Goes all over the floor. Well, he, he senses the power from this product and goes to lapping it up. Harrison, this morning I woke up. I adopted this dog from the shelter, and he speaks. He's done grew a pair the size of coconut. <laughs> I got females all around my house. I'm having to go out here and hose the dogs down just to get them back off because they, they sense the pure alpha power coming up off this dog. It's insane. That's I'm right. telling you guys, if you're on the fence, you better get you some stuff. But you want, but you want to keep it safely, uh, you know, out of the reach of dogs uh, and pit bulls, that sort of thing. It, it will. We're, we're hearing reports. It will undo the neutering of uh, of your dog. So you, you got to oh, be I careful. You, Rob Dew's back there shaking his head right now, saying, "See, I told you, fellas, that's why I had to get a bigger pair of boxer briefs." <laughs> Hey, they oh, work. What, what can you say? The products work. Well, uh, thank, oh, yes. Thank you for that, yes, Toby. Yes. But I think you had a serious point to make as well. Oh, yeah. I want to bring a little, a little bit of humor to the show, but uh, the predictive <laughs> programming, man, the, the, the war dogs are just on. Like, I'll, I'll let Fox play in my living room as I'm going through the house, and that's like y'all have just been talking. There is no way. I don't see how we're not avoiding this. The best information I can give is everybody better get assets. Get something other than money, gold, land, something, Bitcoin. I mean, uh, Christopher Green over at AMTV has done, he's he's predicting, you know, that we're going to have a, a cyber attack around the 17th. Mm-hmm. And I just, I see the writing on the wall. It's, I watched, uh, what, Red Dawn, the, the newer one a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I thought it was funny how, like, one of the bit beginning clips, you know, they're talking about all these different politicians and Russian aggression. One of them is literally Biden at the podium talking about how we've got to counter this Russian aggression. And it just, I don't know, man, it's just, it's, this is it. Because we have switched so quick from COVID. Like, and it just blows my mind how all these idiots, they just completely forgot. And in, and everybody's just jumped on the Ukraine bus now. Yeah. yeah I, no, I don't see it, it is amazing. This. Yeah, the the NPCs are uh, being programmed in this way, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how we avoid it either, because clearly our establishment wants it to happen, so they'll pull whatever strings they need to, and they'll manipulate the information however they need to to justify it. Uh, all we can do is uh, be aware and know that you know, twenty years from now, when this all collapses into chaos, we can look back and say, yeah, we told you the whole time. We were telling you yeah. from before it ever happened. Yeah, uh, so you know, just. 
Keep your eye out there, Toby. Thank you so much uh, for the call. I did see uh, there was Fox News playing on TV out there, and it's like the, the headliner, and he was just like, monster, litter, quote, monster Putin uh, murders innocent civilians. And it's just like, is this, is this really, you know, appropriate Fox News framing it this way? Just like monster Putin murders in it. Meanwhile, like, I don't know. I just got to keep bringing this up because – Again, it's the same type of thing where it's like you'll hear report after report, a white terrorism. Uh, We're very concerned of domestic terror taking place. Some guy who put up a swastika sticker also owned guns. Full report at nine. We'll have an hour-long special about the danger that this man represents and the group that he's involved with. Meanwhile, it's just like day after day of just like Antifa firebombing police stations. Yesterday, there was some Antifa guy driving his car into some federal building and opening fire on the police. And it's just like, it doesn't matter. Just don't report on that. You don't know that's happening. It's all about just perception manipulation. So on the same day that you have, you know, the Fox headline, monster Putin murdering innocent civilians, you had Israel murdering innocent civilians in Syria, bombing innocent civilians in Syria. In fact, it happened. uh, It's happened multiple times in the last week. Israel last struck Syria on February 24th, mere hours before Moscow launched its assault on Ukraine. Three Syrian soldiers were killed in that strike, Damascus said. So it's just like. You know, it's if you're going to have Putin, monster Putin murders, should you not also have like monster, whoever the president of Israel is now, right? Monster Israel murders civilians in, in Syria. It's not that one is worse than the other. It's that one gets more attention. One gets more perception. One, you get told over and over how important it is. Now it's the worst thing ever. And the other is completely hidden from you and disguised from you and maybe, you know, mentioned once sort of in passing and it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's it's all about perception manipulation it's all about manufacturing consent for this wider war that benefits absolutely nobody except the people uh, at the very top so it, all you have to do is look at the uh, inequity that all of these different issues that are equal in their severity uh, receive by the mainstream media i mean heck did we not murder an entire family in afghanistan less than a year ago and just went ah yeah sorry never mind we didn't punish anybody for it didn't apologize for it certainly didn't you know get brought up on charges at uh, the you in court, and even if we did, we'd ignore it because who cares? It's an arco-tyranny. If the court rules in our favor, then we ruthlessly pursue it. And if it rules against us, then we ignore it and move on like we always did. It's it's outrageous. But uh, I'll tell you one thing. Here's a, here's a headline you might be interested in. Overwhelmed pharmacies sell out of iodine tablets as European panic buyers fear nuclear blast. We've told you about all the benefits uh, iodine has for your brain operation, your hormone regulation. Did you know it's a vital thing to have in case of nuclear fallout? Infowarsstore.com might be worth a uh, visit. Alex Jones here with a very simple proposal for all our great Infowars listeners and viewers. If you will simply get X3 with all three types of good iodine that boost your immune system and help everything that goes on your body at the cellular level, it will change your life. It will invigorate you. It will empower you. Almost everyone has iodine deficiency. Look into it for yourself. It's the opposite of fluoride. It's the good halogen. And then your purchase of X3 funds our operation. Now, a lot of our products have been sold out and never came back in because of the lockdowns and supply chain breakdowns. We were sold out of X3 for a long time. And I had it on sale for 50% off, and a lot of folks were getting it. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to bring it back on sale again just until it sells out. Because even though we won't make as much money in the long run, a lot of folks need this product, and we need to get the money from the sales in now to stay on air. So your X3 right now at 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com.
Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Let's go out to your phone calls now. We've got O'Brien in Maryland. Thanks for calling in, O'Brien. You are on the air. You will be momentarily. Thanks for calling in, O'Brien. What's up? Yes, thank you. About the whole Russia, about the whole Russia thing, uh, basically what, what I think Putin's trying to do is is basically trying to stop, uh, basically trying to stop Ukraine from basically joining joining NATO, because basically that that kind of like the only thing in Russia only that, that's the only thing that Russia has. You see, and, and if anybody ever actually studies this the two regions regions, they realize that technically that that pretty much this is almost like bringing. The, bringing the globalists to Russia's back, or, or should I say, back, right. front, front porch steps. Yet, as Joseph has already said, what thing is that they're trying to stop Ukraine from joining, from joining the joining NATO, because basically they know what's going to happen. This is more likely, and Alex and Owen has already said that that basically this is basically. War between him and the global global elite, who basically who basically controlled that country for almost seventy years, right. and now they're basically starting this big old fashioned war to basically not only give them only to to give everybody a bosom in Russia, so they can use it as a cover to, for when they cut the power off here in. United States and basically right. cut the entire and, right. and just put everybody in the dark. Yeah, they're blaming absolutely everything on uh, on Ukraine right now. Uh, of course, Ukraine and Russia, I guess, are meeting right now. Although there are some reports that it's it already ended, sort of without a without any uh, you know solidified agreement. But according to the Kiev Independent, Russia claims it will stop the war immediately if Ukraine agrees to these things: one, ceasing military action. That is against you know Eastern Ukrainians. Change the constitution to enshrine neutrality. So, in other words, change their constitution to say we will not join NATO, nor will we become a part of uh, the Russian Empire. You know, Russian. Uh, so, a little different than people are saying. They say that uh, Putin wants to basically bring Ukraine into Russia, but it seems like the agreement that they're putting forward is just to, to keep Ukraine neutral and not in the hands of either powers. They also want. Ukraine to recognize Crimea as Russian territory and recognize the Russian-controlled areas of Donetsk and Luhansk as independent states. So those are the demands from Russia. That's what they're asking for. Uh, so that's why I guess that's what we're going to go to nuclear war for. That's what we, that's what our leadership wants us to engage in a nuclear conflict over. Whether Ukraine has power over Luhansk and Donetsk. And whether NATO can continue to send money to Ukraine. These are these are the big conflicts that we're warring over. Like, say what you want about the about the previous world wars. Like World War One seems like we should have learned our lesson from that, right? Nobody was really fighting over anything. It was just interconnected alliances and 
minor lab uh, uh, land grabs, it didn't really make any sense. At least World War II, you had the justification of you know ideological imperative to say, look, democracies are falling to this totalitarianism. We have to fight for the you know right of people to not be continuously spied on by their government and actually have a vote and a say in the way that their countries are run. It was an ideological you know uh, dichotomy there. Here, there's not, <laughs> as far as I can tell. I mean, Russia's not communist. At least this is a war with China. We could say this is a war between communism and, and freedom, but I mean, Russia's authoritarian, but no more so than any other Western government at this point with the excuse of uh, coronavirus to do whatever the hell they want. And again, you know, the irony of ironies is we're trying to cut ourselves off from Russian oil, but of course, our government has already completely destroyed our ability to produce oil. So who are we going to instead? Please, people like Saudi Arabia. So it's like, okay, we're, we don't want to buy oil from Russia because they're authoritarian warmongers. So instead, we'll get it from the 13th century Islam Wahhabi tyrant despot royal family that has waged a continuous war against its neighbors for the last 10 years, including Yemen, who they're starving to death. So it's like, is this really a moral thing that's going on here? Are we really outraged at the unacceptable morals of Vladimir Putin? Or is this just a war for the elites over you know, their particular sacrificial victims? It's, it's pointless and stupid and convoluted and nonsensical. And it goes on and on. Thank you so much for the call, O'Brien. Let's go to BS Assassin now in New York City. Thanks for calling in, BS Assassin. You are on the air. BS Assassin, you are on the air. Hi, me? You hear me? I hear you now. You hear me? Yep. What's up, brother? Yeah, yeah, the dog training's going wonderful. Got the mask on the kids, traumatized them. Now we start a war. We'll crash the dollar. Use crypto, get some more dog training going, social credit score. Then eventually we'll take that away, and all the kings and the queens will be left with all the gold and precious resources of the world, and we'll all be peasants. Isn't that lovely? Maybe it'll be a night. You go freaking slaughter a whole village for him, get a couple gold coins. Oh, it'd be wonderful, I tell you. Donald Trump's a good guy. Hey, really think Donald Trump didn't go to that pool party with Epstein? Everybody? He didn't go to the pool party, he left, but then he went to the island six times. That makes sense. Waka waka. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Trump's so bad that he, he kept us out of World War Three for three years. And was oh, actually, yeah, yeah, that was him. That yeah, was him. Yeah. yeah, he kept us out. Oh, yeah, he just rolled out a deadly death shot, and just now they got to do the cover story for a fake nuclear war, right? Because they got all I the... Okay, all right, all right, BS I, 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 you know, people bring this up all the all time, right? and I... Enough I, with I, Trump. Trump's a piece of garbage, bro. Everyone sees through it. Okay. You guys are pumping him up. Will you stop it? Okay, what if you were Donald Trump as president of the United States during the coronavirus outbreak... And, uh, you know, there was a vaccine being manufactured. What would you have done? Well, first of all, you got to show me proof that the virus exists. And then when Mm. I see everyone coming together and all these riots and nobody's dropping dead, I go, oh, this is a freaking hoax, right? Mm. No one proved. And then I go to Topper and go, oh, you guys are developing this to kill people, right? This is a death shot. And I go, okay. And I start hanging everybody. I would start hanging trees and traders. And then they would go away for a couple hundred years. But Trump's one of them. They're all part of it, and the plan is going down. The only thing treasonous traders understand is ropes around their necks, all right? This is what we have to do. We got the high ground still. They are weak, feckless pieces of garbage that pit us against one of another, all right? We have to start the Nuremberg trial here. 
right away ASAP and start hanging these, these tyrants, and then they'll go away for a little while. But damage is already done from your buddy Trump. You, the, the, the guy Trump, he rolled out dead shots, man, made from DARPA. Mm. He completely knew what he was doing. He told people before he rolled out his shots, he goes, oh, I won't be seeing any of you for a long time. He, he was laughing while he's killing you, man. Every single one of these people are in on it. Putin's in on it. Tell me Putin and Melania Trump don't look alike. I guarantee they're related. <laughs> all these people are related, brother. All, right. all these people. All right. I think you missed the, uh, the, the, the point of my question there, but uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, Trump, Trump is terrible, but uh, the only thing he sh- – what he should have done was uh, commandeer complete control and become authoritarian and, uh, and murder his political opponents, uh, or he should have uh, denied the vaccine. I mean – yeah, Trump. Uh, Trump helped. Helped. He he bit the cheese, right? He fell for the trap. He helped roll out the death shots uh, that they're now, uh, you know, spreading across the world. But yeah, you got you got to understand that uh, this was during <laughs> during a major election where they're already blaming all of the deaths on him. You think he's going to go out there and go? I'm I'm the one stopping everyone from getting a vaccine. I mean, it just it just makes no sense. Look at what look at what they're doing to Trump. They're already. I'll, I'll play some videos on the next side. They're still just ravenously going after this guy, trying to destroy everything he's ever done. Desperate to look into everything he's ever done. Who is somebody who hasn't betrayed Trump? Bill Barr betrayed Trump. Pence betrayed Trump. Everybody who Trump tried to help, tried to bring in to help him fight off the deep state, turned on him and sold him out to the deep state. And yet, at the end of it, they have absolutely nothing on Trump because there was nothing incriminating anywhere in any of his information going back to the beginning of him buying his first building but now he's the bad guy let's all focus on him the answer to 1984 is 1776 Infowars has been banned arrested arrested Attacked and threatened because we are effective. The Great Awakening is here. Go to band.video, download the videos, and share. Support the information war at infowarstore.com. And never give up the fight. Fight. Two of our best-selling products are back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in if I sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself, my family, and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock, both X3 and Winter Sun. They are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell out at this price. I would estimate in less than a month. So this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the bad halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing, and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven.
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, you may have seen this uh, clip going around. It makes sense. It's Bryce Mitchell. He's a uh, MMA fighter, and he's asked about the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Had this amazing response, clip number four, Bryce Mitchell. Well, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the whole Russia and Ukraine situation. You know, um, here's my first thought is I'm not going nowhere to fight none of these wars for these politicians. I'm staying at home, and when the war comes to Arkansas, I will dig my boots in the ground, and I will die for everything I love, and I will not retreat. If this country is invaded and... Everybody's saying, well, we got to we gotta evacuate, we got to leave. We gotta, I will not. I will dig my boots in the Arkansas soil, and I will fight for the people that I love, for the land that I love, and the way of life that I love. But I'm not going overseas to fight. I don't know what's going on, to be honest, brother. I really don't. There's so much stuff, and I don't think nobody knows what's going on fully. There's been so much political corruption in that area. You got Biden and his son making a ton of money off of uh, and using our tax dollars to bribe their people that's treasonous in my opinion uh so you got hunter biden and his son using our tax dollars hey if if ukrainian government if you don't do this we're taking your tax dollars he shouldn't be giving our tax dollars to that country anyway we got veterans out here sleeping on the street and you're going to give our freaking tax dollars to these ukrainians and all i brother i don't know what's going on over there but i'm not going over there fighting and god bless anybody that's over there fighting and i hope that this just get solved and man i don't like war you know what i mean i don't want people dying and all that stuff i don't want to be but i don't know what's going on there's so much stuff that i think that's corrupted that we just don't know what's truly going on over there yeah i couldn't agree more ufc fighter bryce mitchell blasts biden family corruption in ukraine slams calls for war and he's exactly right and it really sort of illustrates why the tactics that have been taken here in america have been taken because, of course, he says some very powerful stuff about fighting for his own land and his own people and his own way of life, which is fantastic, and I completely agree. But at the same time, it seems like maybe he doesn't realize we already sort of are in that war, right? Because that's the, that's the American spirit that the globalists are terrified of, and they know that if they try to impose things on the American people violently, militarily, like if they try to Russia-style invasion – of America, it would it just wouldn't work out. It wouldn't it wouldn't happen, right? Because the the American people would fight back viciously. So what do they do instead? Just quiet, slow degradation of your communities. Fill in the uh, you know pour in the opioids, let that take care of it. Destroy the morality, corrupt the churches so they're not teaching anything legitimate anymore. Take the kids and take them to school and fill their head with nonsense there. Send them off to college to strip them of any cultural identity and meld them into this shapeless goo of globalism and send them back home to you know, undo the uh, foundations that they grew up with. A much more subtle war, and they're doing it because they fear that exact reaction. They fear the Bryce Mitchells of the world who are ready and willing and eager to – Give their lives, even if they have to, to uh, protect their country. It's, it's, it's harder to do that when it's not you know, a tank rumbling down your street, but uh, you know, the ACL 
creating an equity committee in your middle school, quietly filling the library shelves with books about transitioning, right? A little harder of a war to comprehend and certainly a harder one to fight back. And again, it shows that the American spirit is still alive and kicking. It's just completely bamboozled by the uh, – I don't know what the the immaterial aspect of this war, the spiritual aspect of this war. (laughs) I think a lot of people are feeling they're just like, I just want to go out and fight. I just want to fight these people. They've taken over our country. They're destroying our lives. I want to fight them. And it's like, well, the way you fight them is through information. The way you fight them is by studying what they're doing and countering it at the grassroots level. It's about finding out how they're corrupting your institutions and getting involved in those institutions and fighting back against it and spreading the word and you know, fighting the battle on the battlefield upon which it's being waged. So we're, we're at battle right now. We're at war right now. America is being taken over and being controlled by people who openly despise us. There's not a lot to do about it though, except for talk about it, wake people up to this, make people realize that we do have to stand up and reestablish our freedoms. Let's go out to the phone calls now. We've got Harold in FEMA Region 4. Thanks for calling in. Harold, you're on the air. Harold, are you there? Uh, yeah, hello. Hello. Hear me? Hello. Hi. Hear me? I hear you, Harold. Uh, yeah, remember when uh, Alex and I was talking about how FEMA regions weren't going to happen? Uh, Alex was telling them how they would have it, and all the people were laughing and saying that wasn't going to happen. Well, we definitely have them now. Yeah. Also, we were collecting uh, to see how Germany now, 27th after their invasion, they built up their, said they're going to build up their military more, $113 billion, increase their budget, military. Part of NATO, not just spending only NATO countries, keeping Germany being a military power. Yeah. So not only is it not doing what doing now, going into a country that's not part of NATO, they're also allowing Germany to be built up. Mm. Also, one, uh, one Indian News Broadcast Network, WION on, online or YouTube, had a general box, guy. he talked about how Russia, just like they talked about how Russia is not using heavy artillery, taking these places, and, uh, Basically, it's highly immoral for the West to keep making it sound like uh, Ukrainians are winning, fighting. It's uh, getting them into the longer bubble, longer conflict there, and it's causing people to die. He said, don't, be, uh, don't get carried away with CNN. And uh, he said, they're misleading people also. Uh, Chelsea soccer fans aren't buying it all. Yeah. Soccer yeah. owner, Roman Abramovich. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, so, yeah, you're, you're. I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, I keep he, seeing, I keep seeing images of like kids in Ukraine. It's like we just gave, <laughs> we gave AR-15 or we gave AK-47s to these 17-year-olds, and they're going to be out on the front line. It's like that's the type of stuff that armies do when it's like they've been at war for 10 years, and all of the military age men have died. So you have to start giving right. weapons to to children. Uh, but they're just like sending children off to face like highly trained Russian tanks. Uh, it's, yeah, well, it's, suicidal. Not using it. it's outrageous. Well, thanks so much for the call, Harold. I, hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I do want to get to one more call before the end of the segment. Let's go to Severe in New York. Thanks for calling in. Severe, uh, you uh, 
made the uh, song Alex Jones Was Right, which has been stuck in my head ever since I first heard it. Thanks for calling in, Severe. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for uh, taking my call, man. I just uh, I had called in last week, actually, uh, when Matt was taking over while you were out. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I called in and uh, thanked you for uh, playing it and for helping to promote it. Uh, it means a lot, man. It's hard because I'm so shadow bad, deplatformed uh, all the way across the board, man. So to, to get any kind of traction behind my work and what it is that I'm doing is so appreciated. So I, I wanted to thank you. Well, I want to thank you because it was uh, it's an extremely well done song. I mean, and it, it, it gets the point across and it's catchy and it's actually fun to listen to. And the music video is good. So I, I really found it kind of inspiring. It made me want to do something like that. So if I can share it with other people and maybe inspire them and then they can make a song and they can send it in and I can play it and then we can inspire more people. I mean, this is the chain reaction we want to start of, uh, you know, lighting brush fires of liberty all across the country. How can people find it? I mean, I know you're obviously shadow banned if you talk about uh, Alex Jones in a positive light. So for for our audience out there that uh, want to watch the video or want to share it around, how can they find it and how can they find you? Oh, thank you so much. Um, I've actually got a website with a ton more music up there, three full albums, a bunch of singles, uh, Um And you can also find me at that severe on Twitter. I'm on Gab at Severe Anon, and my Rumble channel uh, is Severe Anon also, S-E-V-E-R-E-A-N-O-N. Uh, I was on YouTube for a long time, and my music was starting to catch fire there uh, until they realized <laughs> what it was that I was uh, bringing to light. And I was unceremoniously from uh, from YouTube a while mm-hmm. back during the big purge. Um, yeah, that's what happens. So- so it's so it's that dude severe on Twitter severe anon on uh, on Gab and some other uh, outlets, and then uh, tell us your website one more time. Uh, the real severe t h e r e a l s e b r e dot com. The real severe dot com. Well, thank you so much, man. And uh, w- w- I'll check out that website and see if uh, there are any other songs that are good for uh, for broadcast. I'm sure there are. The Alex Jones Right song is absolutely fantastic. I know it made a big splash around here, and we've been playing it uh, quite a bit. So thank you so much for making music that opens people's minds. Severe Anon, Red Pill Music, couple albums available. Support these InfoWarrior uh, artists. Get their content. Let it inspire you. Make your own. Do what you can to contribute to the InfoWar in whatever way that you can. And do not underestimate the power of music and of pop culture in this cultural spiritual war that we're battling severe in new york thank you so much for the call very good to hear from you and i look forward to uh your next masterpiece we'll be back on the other side with the third hour i stay on air selling high quality products that you need that you want and that you're going to be happy with that's why you come back and buy products from me again it's a symbiotic relationship i promote liberty i promote freedom i fight the globalist and I'm able to do that because you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. And listen, all the products are great. But when it comes to high-quality storable food in an inflationary system with major supply chain breakdowns, this is an absolute 360 win, a no-brainer. And they've got high-quality storable food ready to ship to you right now. The great folks at My Patriot Supply exclusively at PrepareWithAlex.com discounted. So again, beat inflation, be prepared, fund the info war. The only way you lose is not taking action at InfoWarsStore.com or PrepareWithAlex.com right now. This is high-quality storable food. This is how you beat inflation. Get yours today. It's ready to ship. But I wouldn't wait because prices are about to go up because inflation is exploding. 